The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perro columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers Podcast. Today we're catching up again with Tony Rivera. Tony is the well-known managing director of Azure Minerals, which trades under the code AZS or Alpha Zulu Sierra. It is trading at 36 cents for a market cap of $112 million. Now we last caught up with Tony back in August last year, and it was a uh, Azure was a $78 million company then, so there's been a, a $35 million value add since then. No surprise because thing, uh, lots of things have been happening at the company's exciting Andover Nickel project, which is owned 60% by Azure and 40% by Marcus Creasy's private interests. Andover is about 35 kilometres southeast of Caratha, over there in the, uh, the West Pilbara. Now, we've got Tony with us today to bring us up to speed on the big news out of Andover, which is a, uh, a major mineral resource estimate, which is fascinating in itself, but uh, Tony promises us there's more to come. So with that, I'll say good day, Tony. Welcome to the podcast. Yes, good morning, Barry. Good to be here. Tony, the big news, the uh, 30th of March, maiden mineral resource estimate for Andover. What can you tell us about it? Yes, it is. It's the first of uh, what we expect to be many, many, many mineral resources that will be announced for the Andover project because uh, it, it looks like we've discovered a nickel camp or a nickel province where there's going to be multiple nickel deposits throughout the district. Um, but the first one that we've drilled out to date is uh, we've called it the Andover deposit. It's um, 4.6 million tonnes of 1.1% nickel and about half a percent copper, plus some credits of cobalt as well in a single package, a single block of uh, mineralisation. Um, and these are sulphide mineralisation, which is the, uh, the high quality nickel uh, material. Uh, so this deposit starts at surface and extends to about 500 metres below surface. And it's about 300 metres long. And in, a, uh, in thickness, it varies between 10 and 30 metres wide. And um, very importantly, the consistency of this deposit is, is I'm not sure if it's unique, but it's certainly first class because every drill hole and every drill line that we've put in, there is a very, very good continuity of the width of the mineralised body and also the grade of the mineralisation. It's very consistent throughout the entire deposit. And the deposit itself does remain open at depth and, and a, a little bit along strike as well. Um, and so there's a potential to make it uh, bigger with further drilling. But so far, we've drilled 102 drill holes into it. Uh, most of them hit good mineralisation and we were able to put together that maiden mineral resource um, that, uh, that came out last week. And uh, things are looking very positive. So that uh, resource estimate that, that equates to uh, what, uh, roughly 75,000 tonnes of contained metal and, as you said, further growth anticipated. I was just wondering, um, interesting, what's the relationship between the nickel and the copper there? Uh, that, well, they come together. They, they are together. The nickel and the cobalt are one and one. They, they, they hold hands. Uh, and the copper tends to, uh, to be right next door to the nickel and surrounding the nickel as well. So where you're mining the, sulf, the massive sulphide mineralisation, um, you get all of the nickel, the copper and the cobalt 
all together, all coming together. Um, and and imp importantly, um, we've also done a lot of metallurgy on this deposit as well. And we are able to separate out a, a nickel copper, sorry, a nickel cobalt concentrate and a separate copper concentrate, uh, which are both of those concentrates are good, very high grade, high quality with very low deleterious elements in them. And also they contain, well, they, they generate very good recoveries. So we get high recoveries, good grades, low contaminants within the concentrates. So we can make a material uh, and produce a separate concentrates, which will be very saleable in the international marketplace. If you don't mind, it'd be, I think it'd be ideal if we could just go back. We're talking about a, a, a new province in uh, opening up here and so close to uh, Karatha. I know Karatha is better known for uh, LNG exports more than anything, but just a bit intriguing. What, uh, what was the change factor that has led to this uh, opening up of this uh, new province? Well, our joint venture partner, Mark Creasy, has held the ground for a, a very long time, probably a couple of decades and has done minor amount of uh, nickel exploration on it. But he always recognised that there was potential for nickel there. Um, and he did a, the little bit of exploration he did and, and the, the handful of drill holes that he put into the ground came up with a few sniffs of nickel, what you might call there was a bit of smoke. Um, it was when that uh, we were able to get on the ground 18 months ago after completing the, um, the joint venture deal with the Creasy Group. Um, and we started drilling and basically everywhere we drilled, we hit nickel. Um, we targeted, specifically our, our drilling was targeting these geophysical anomalies, electromagnetic anomalies, which indicate bodies of electrical conductivity within the bedrock. And they represent bodies of sulphide mineralization. And to date, we've, we've tested four of them in the southwest quadrant of the property. And all four of them have come up with really solid nickel and copper sulphide mineralization. So at the moment, it's a 100% success rate for drilling electrical conductors um, in particularly in this in the southern part of the uh, of the project area, uh, obviously the first of those is is Andover, and that's now a deposit with a mineral resource, and it's undergoing um, development studies and a scoping study uh, is should be uh, ready for um, publication later this year, um, and then we've got a, at least another three that we've drilled as well where we've hit good nickel and copper sulphide mineralization as well. So we're very excited. And what we see here is the potential for the, the entire Andover district to host multiple nickel deposits, all of them which, uh, well, multiple nickel deposits, which hopefully become mines, um, feeding into a central processing facility. And, and that's the, um, the scenario that we're working towards at the moment. And the joint venture has control of this district? Most of the district, that's right, Barry. We, the joint venture controls um, a very large proportion of the Andover <clears throat> Mafic Ultramafic Intrusive Complex, which hosts the mineralisation. So, yeah, we've got a very strong footprint that covers most of the, uh, the prospective rock types. And just to uh, emphasise that um, the maiden resource estimate is but one of uh, what's expected to be more going forward, uh, results from Ridgeway look exciting. Um, and then you've got Seaview and Skyline and plus uh, Atrium and Woodbrook and list goes on. So you're going to be drilling there a long time. We are, yes. We're definitely going to be drilling there a long time. We've, we've had uh, between one and three diamond drill rigs going continuously now for the last 18 months. Um, two rigs uh, are still there drilling away. Um, where we're drilling at the moment is, is, is a property called or a prospect called Ridgeline. And Ridgeline is about only two to 300 metres away from the Andover deposit. Uh, it, it may well be a, 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 continu a continuation of Andover in its own right. But what we're seeing there is, is actually a little bit different. 
Uh, and this is this is the exciting part of being an exploration geologist is you can you can come up with some really good discoveries which uh, are just a, a little bit different. Um, Andover, the, the deposit where we now have the resource, is a large proportion of it is uh, contained in massive nickel and copper sulphide mineralization. Those massive sulphides at Andover grade around one and a half to two percent nickel. Now, only a few hundred metres away at Ridgeline, where we're currently drilling, we're drilling massive copper and nickel sulphide mineralisation at Ridgeline, and those massive sulphides are coming in at three to four, even up to 5% nickel. So we're getting at Ridgeline potentially double the grade, double the nickel grade and double the copper grade in the massive sulphides at Ridgeline than we do at, at the Andover deposit only a few hundred metres away. So it, it's quite remarkable that we, we've got this second deposit now being drilled, hopefully to resource standard over the next few months. And the, the grade of Ridgeline could be far enough above the um, what we've seen so far at Andover. So it really, really exciting. Well, the grade at uh, Andover is not too bad. It's uh, 1.41% uh, nickel equivalent. It's all a question of what uh, metal price inputs you use. Uh, <laughs> you, you wouldn't be using... Th- <laughs> $32,000 nickel price at the moment, or $14.85 pound. Fantastic price. That's right. And, and, well, the nickel price is um, it's going to fluctuate and, and it'll be what it'll be. Um, but anything north of $20,000 a tonne or $10 a pound is is uh, really, really good. What gets you excited? Yeah. Just to expand a little bit on where we're drilling at the moment, um, you mentioned uh, Seaview and Skyline. Those are two other the prospects where we've drilled and we have hit nickel and copper sulfides as well in those. And the drill rigs will be getting back onto those later this year and, and hopefully drilling them through to a resource status as well. But we've got a couple of others just in that same district and same area. Only these are all, all of these uh, prospects and deposits are within a few kilometres of each other. Um, mm-hmm. Atrium and Woodbrook, uh, two that we've yet to drill, but they actually look really good, It really exciting. Both of them have got outcropping Gossens at surface. Now, the Gossen is the weathered or oxidised representation of the massive nickel sulphides that are hosted in the bedrock. And we've got very nice, uh, good grade nickel and copper Gossens at surface on both Woodbrook and Atrium. And they sit over the top of a electromagnetic conductors. Um, so there's a really high likelihood that uh, Atrium and Woodbrook are going to prove up to be two new deposits as well. So incredibly exciting. And and just in that little district or that little quadrant of our property over a few kilometres, we could end up with four or five or six separate nickel deposits. So now you're in that interesting phase where exploration upside is there uh, for the taking with more drilling. But you you also turn your attention now, I guess, to uh, near-term development opportunity at Andover initially. Um, so how, how, how are you going about that and what should investors be looking out for in terms of a timeline perhaps? Okay, well that's, we've decided that uh, our strategy going forward will be to run um, dual pathways. So one of the pathways will be exploration, drilling and resource drilling. So we'll, that will continue going uh, full steam ahead. Um, but in parallel with that, we're going to run the development study program with the intention of having a initial scoping study, a maiden scoping study being announced um, hopefully later this year, uh, which will be mostly on the Andover, but maybe if if all goes well, we'll also include Ridgeline into that as well, so that we can run the scoping study um, program in in parallel with the exploration resource drilling. So that that scoping study 
contains not just the mineral resources that we're defining, but also mining studies, which are underway at the moment, and, and hydrological studies and metallurgical studies, all of which are under being, sorry, being undertaken as we speak, um, plus all the other components of, of heritage and environment and, and social and community and, and all of those sorts of components of the, of the development study program are being undertaken as we speak. So there's a lot of activity happening and the, our intention, Azure's intention in, in joint venture with the Creasy Group is that we'll be taking this project through to the mining stage. Quite remarkable given you really only uh, hit the ground, what, 18 months ago? That's right. And there's a lot's happened in 18 months and we're well cashed up at the moment. <clears throat> we have, uh, at the start of this year, we had $19 million in the bank and uh, we're, we're uh, obviously spending money reasonably quickly because we're doing a lot of drilling, but we're getting the results. Uh, so in terms of bang for buck, we're getting gr- a great outcome at the moment. You've just mentioned the cash position and obviously the, the nickel and copper markets uh, couldn't be better for a company uh, drilling aggressively and also down a dual pathway of uh, development. I was just wondering, um, you couldn't ask for a better location, could you? Infrastructure-wise? Absolutely. Um, all right, so we're, Andover Project is uh, located, um, as you mentioned, 30 kilometres to the uh, southeast of, of Karratha. So we fly from Perth to Karratha. So that's a two-hour plane flight. We land at Karratha. We drive along the Northwest Coastal Highway, which goes right through our property. And from there, the, it radiates out. There's a lot of existing tracks and roads Etc. throughout the property. So access into the project area is excellent. Um, and on the project area itself, we're only a couple of kilometres to the south of the town of Roeburn. So throughout our project area, we've got uh, mobile phone coverage, um, obviously great access. And then we have power supplies, water supplies, gas pipelines, all crossing or either the property or very close to the property. And then we've got mm-hmm. the, the biggest scheme of uh, infrastructure, like the, there's uh, ports and railways and, and uh, et cetera, uh, throughout that district. So everything you could possibly want in terms of services and infrastructure for an exploration and mining project located within probably half an hour's drive of the Andover project area. You could not get a better located project for development. Plus you get to uh, fly into Karratha in a big plane, not one of those little <laughs> twin-engine things. Exciting stuff, Tony. So if we could just uh, recap on, so you're drilling uh, numerous exploration pro, uh, prospects at the, as we speak now, and there'll be a, a steady flow of assay results in coming months? Absolutely, that's right. So we will have more assay results coming out. And uh, one of the great things we've been able to do recently is is spend some time trying to get an understanding of the geology. And we have actually, we believe we've cracked the code of what controls the, the nickel mineralisation in this part of the Andover property. And, and so there'll be some news coming out soon about the, the geology and the, ge- the exploration strategy that we're employing on the ground as to how we can find more nickel. Um, and it's very exciting because uh, so far it, uh, it looks to be, um, to, to be very, very successful. Um, and in addition to that, obviously, we'll have assays going forward. So there'll be a lot more uh, drill hits coming in. We did put some out about Ridgeline, um, the drilling at Ridgeline only a couple of weeks ago where we we're hitting around about that four to six metre wide mark running three and a half to four percent nickel. So, And we expect that we've, um, we'll be able to announce a whole lot bunch more uh, drill intersections will be, which will be similar in similar in, in stature for Ridgeline. Uh, so and in addition to that, we've got the metallurgical test work, the more advanced stage of that's underway. So that will be uh, an announceable event in a couple of months' time too. So, yes, we, we, we are doing a lot of work 
and we are getting a lot of really good results at the moment, and those results will be communicated to the market. A tough one for you, Tony. I would have taken the maiden resource estimate as a, uh, a major re-rating event. Market has uh, carried you a little bit higher, but the market cap is $112 million. There's some uh, nickel explorers out there without uh, any hope of getting a mineral resource in the near future and uh, similar valuations of the company. So what is it about this that the market hasn't got fully on board yet and what do you see as the trigger points for the major re-rating? Well, the first thing is, is I, I think that the mining analysts at the various um, broking houses, in, in, particularly in, in Western Australia, had a fairly good handle on the, the size and the, the scale of the deposit at Andover. And they had told their clients that to expect around about 50,000 tonnes of nickel and 20,000 tonnes of copper. And that's exactly what we came out with. So in effect, we met market expectations. And so therefore, there wasn't a, a significant upward re-rating of the stock at that time. However, once we start drilling out uh, the, the Ridgeline deposit, and in particular, if we're getting much higher grades, then the, con- the amount of contained nickel and copper that we have within those deposits is going to significantly uplift. And, and at that stage, I believe there'll be a re-rating in the stock price going up. And on top of that, of course, we don't, <clears throat> we don't really know where nickel price will settle at, at the moment. Who's to say it won't settle at $15 a pound? Um, could be. So interesting times. That's right. And the, the nickel price obviously was very erratic a couple of weeks ago. Um, but in the last few days, it seems to have settled down and it's trading in a, in a range in that sort of the low to mid $30,000 a tonne or $15 a pound. That's um, un- unexpectedly high. But as I said earlier, anything above $20,000 a tonne for nickel will make, we expect that that will make the Andover a, a viable project. And copper's been interesting too, of course. It's been holding on to near record levels uh, throughout uh, the turmoil elsewhere. And uh, cobalt uh, prices come storming back as well. So Yes, cobalt's uh, huge at the moment. Mm, okay, great combination. All right, so I think time now just to bring it together. And if I could just get you to recap on what investors should be looking out for as uh, 2022 unfolds. Yeah, yeah certainly, Barry. The, obviously, with the publication of the maiden mineral resource now with 50,000 tonne of nickel and 20,000 tonnes of copper, uh, we've got a, a solid base to the company. Now, you can put a valuation to what we actually hold in the ground. That's only going to get bigger uh, and potentially higher grade as well because we're, we're currently drilling at Ridgeline and, and we expect that that's going to produce some very nice high-grade um, resources in time. So there's going to be an, up, uh, an uplift in the resource base. Uh, later this year. Um, In addition to that, there'll be the opportunity for new discoveries and drilling out additional resources at some of the other prospects like Seaview and Atrium and Woodbrook. Um, In addition to that, we'll also be doing the the scoping study and uh, kicking the goals and de-risking the project both in a technical and infrastructure sense, and that'll be going forward. So the focus for the company is very much on Andover. Uh, Our intention is to take this project as quickly as we can, right through that uh, the resource definition uh, and uh, development study stage through to the construction and operational stage so that we can capitalise on, on the current demand for these, these high-value battery metals like nickel, copper and cobalt, and particularly, obviously, at, uh, if, with the current high prices that are there at the moment, uh, it makes this entire project very attractive. It certainly does. Okay, there we go, folks. An exciting and fast-developing story. Uh, company now... <clears throat> able to move on to a, the dual pathway of uh, continuing to uh, explore and as well as move into uh, development study work and become a nickel producer at, uh, just when the world's crying out for more of the sulphide material that uh, and uh, uh, 
project like Andover will produce. So with that, Tony, thanks for your time today. Good luck with it all. We'll be watching with interest. Yeah, thanks very much, Barry. It's been a pleasure to tell a great story. Cheers.